Hi, and welcome to this episode of Sonologues, the State of Radio podcast, where every two weeks we look at the highlights of what's been going on in the world of radio with me, Chavi. The last couple of weeks have been very, very interesting if you've been watching the radio space. So coming up, we're going to talk about the biggest non-news, which is that news may be on the airwaves soon. Why am I calling it non-news? Hang on, I'll tell you in a bit. We'll also check out the launch of a new expert radio portal online by a radio station. And also, as promised, in a couple of minutes, you'll hear from Divya Wesley from Bangalore's Voices about the Ramana Voices community radio station, the first of its kind in two categories. First, though, was a great little story by the IANS, which deserves a mention just for its headline. The headline said, Community radio, a democratic tool idling away. I can't tell you how many people forwarded it to me. The article is just a short sum up of the same conference at the Indira Gandhi National Open University that we talked about in the last podcast. But the title of this article has done wonders in starting debates and maybe opening a few eyes. On the topic of community radio, here's more about the little station we mentioned near Hyderabad in Andhra Pradesh. It's launched, it's ready, and at the helm are all women. Sangam Radio, launched at Machnur village in Merak district, is the first all-women community radio station in Asia. The radio is run and owned by women from marginalized rural communities, though the licensee is the Deccan Development Society. The 50-watt transmitter will cover 100 villages in the radius of 25 kilometers. They're already broadcasting and they're dealing with very real problems of social governance, empowerment, women's rights, property rights, and they're doing it all together. News like this makes me missed up. I'm so happy for them. This seems like an appropriate time to hear from Divya Wesley from Voices about another community radio station. Voices is an NGO in Bangalore, and together with the Ramana Maharishi Academy for the Blind, they've started India's first radio station for people with disabilities. It's also the first community radio station that's been launched by two NGOs in collaboration. So we'll let Divya tell you more about it. I apologize in advance. I spoke to Divya on the phone and I don't have sophisticated phone recording equipment. So the quality is a little shoddy. So please bear with me. Uh, hi, I'm Divya Wesley and I work as a project at Voices. Uh, Voices basically stands for Voices of Individuals and Communities Empowering Societies Through Vehicles of Information and Communication Enabling Social Change. Basically, Voices and we provide media training and action research, development education and networking and consultancy. What is the involvement Voices has with radio rights? Would you tell us a little bit about the Community Radio Initiative? Yeah. So, uh, Voices basically has started this other radio station which is called Dominant Voices, which is in Bangalore. And it is the first uh, community campus radio station which is centered around people with disabilities. So it was launched in Bangalore uh, on 5th of October. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, so basically uh, Ramana Voices goes beyond doing programs for people with disability. It also addresses issues related to the local community, education, health and income generation. Okay. And is there specific programming for people with disabilities? Or is it more that the people with disabilities are involved at a programming level? Uh, well, there will be programs for people with disabilities and yes, they would be involved in production also as uh, we are training them on how to produce programs, record programs and they've already been doing a lot of work. 
as in they do a lot of recording, they have a lot of interviews that they do uh-huh. with other people. So there's a lot of production work that they're already involved with. There will be production as well as programs for them. Very good. How many people are there at the station and how many of those are people with disabilities? Uh, right now, see, uh, handling the studio, it's difficult for a blind person to handle it all mm-hmm. by himself. So the blind person is there assisting a person who's already in the studio mm-hmm. recording. Other than that, we have about team, a team of 15 people who are there, who are there for our normal uh, recording. Okay. How many hours of programming are you putting out right now? How much content do you have? Uh, right now, we just launched on the 5th, so we have started at about 6 hours of broadcast that we are doing. 6 hours of broadcast? Six hours of broadcast, so that is three hours, and then looping the same programs again. Excellent. And uh, how did you, at Voices, tie up with the Ramana Maharishi Foundation? Actually, Voices was involved with SRMAB for our other projects as well when we were doing projects for disabled people earlier, uh-huh. and uh, we collaborated with them on various levels earlier. So uh, then this entire thing of community radio station came up because we Ramana Maharishi already had a working studio. So we got this idea as to why we do not start with the community radio station there itself. And it worked out to be a brilliant idea, taken well by a lot of people. Well, we wish you very much luck. Thank you. Thank you so much. for joining us on the Sonalog podcast. On now to the launch of RadioRocks.in, a website that's being touted, at least in press releases, as the definitive one-stop shop for all information to do with radio in India. It's been launched by Radio City, so no surprise then that the only real interview up is with Radio City Head Apurva Purohit, also the chair of the Association of Radio Operators of India. And for all it claims, it's actually a thinly veiled shill on advertising on radio, mirroring every spiel I've ever heard from the Association of Radio Operators of India. I'm not knocking it. You guys in community radio should start pointing potential advertisers to this site. Because while it's got a few events listed and a few articles culled from other sources, It really is just a site about how radio's share of the advertising pie is growing and how radio delivers good value for advertising spends. The only thing missing is the rate cards from the FM stations. But CR folks, seriously, use it. Go to www.radiorocks, that's R-A-D-I-O-R-O-C-K-S dot I-N and quote their data to get the most out of your five minutes of allowed advertising when you talk to your potential advertisers. All right, that's my two cents of Guru Gyan. Expert advice over, let's touch upon the non-news that is news. Though it was widely reported as a given, it's still a non-event. The Information and Broadcasting Ministry has indicated it will allow the 200-plus private FM channels to air news and current affairs programs starting December 1st. But it looks like the programs will have to be produced by All India Radio. Then there's the fact that the ministry's proposal needs INB Minister Priya Ranjandas Munshi to sign it, but he's been ill post a heart attack. Once he signs it, the proposal needs the cabinet to clear it. Next time, we'll talk to someone in commercial radio about the implications of news on radio. And maybe by then, since it's going to be November, things will have crystallized a little more for the December 1st allowance. Finally, in quick bites, there's new data out that says BBC Radio in the UK has a reach of 32.98 million listeners, which is a little gain on last year. Commercial radio in the UK had a 43.1% share of all listening, compared with 54.9% for the BBC, which is yet another gain over last year. By the way, the way it works in the UK is that this year onwards, UK broadcast regulator Ofcom has revised the rules of localness in radio 
which means stations can share programming and news in off-peak hours. This is a new thing for them. Closer to home, Radio One, the joint venture of the BBC Worldwide with Midday Multimedia, has also reported a jump in revenues. They said their revenues for the second quarter are up 92% in the quarter ending September 30th. Well, that's it for the State of Radio for now. We'll be back in two Wednesdays. Send us your feedback, drop us a line. Stay tuned and until then, ciao.